How we feel in Texas? Happy Friday. Today is June 15th. Oh, it's July already. Damn. Sure is. I got my, my months all messed up. That ain't right. But this is our 40th episode. So thank y'all for tuning in. Want to, you know, give a big shout out to everybody that supported us, liked and shared, but especially the artists that have come on. Because without you guys, we, I would just be up here playing music and uh, just playing with yourself. Just huh? playing with myself. So. <laughs> For this 40th episode, we do have a special show today. We got South Texas Tweak Holler at in me, studio, Mr. Wild Fitz. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. How you doing? Doing good, man. Y'all have fun last night? Yeah, mm. buddy. 
Yeah, that was a good time. Zelix yeah. is always cool. San Marcos always treats us really good, man. I, I, I mean, that's why I told Fitz when I reached out to him about coming on to the song swap. Yeah. I was like, man, it's it's fun. It's a fun time. Yeah, y'all and uh, Nick Garza. Yeah, and, man, dude, there's almost nobody I love playing acoustic with more than Nick. Yeah. Because he's such a good vibe, man, and his songs are so crowd fun. They are fun. You he, know? And he has fun with it, like that new single he just put out, Old Tejano, that yeah. has the accordion Have you dropped that it. yet? I haven't played it yet, All right. but it's Hell on the yeah. list. Cool. But how he does that kind of bebop, skeet style, you yeah. know? Um, just having fun. Yeah, he's he's really, and, and I was over at his house yesterday before the show, and me, him, and Charlie J. Memphis, and we, we, were, we were talking, and I was telling him how, how admirable his, his talent is to be able to get out of himself, you know, because like a lot of songwriters, me included, we kind of sit down and we want to, you know, all be serious and this and that. And to be able to just let your let your thoughts free flow freely like that, yeah, and to have fun with it, but also to still maintain that craftsmanship of songwriting, that that's a that's a true talent. Nick is really a, he's a solid cat in that aspect. He is. He's got a really unique sound. It's kind of like, you know, country country, but San Antonio style. Yeah, you I know, mean, it's, I it's, like. it's pure Tejano. It's it's fucking. It's like if Freddie Fender smoked a lot of weed and was still alive <laughs> but i don't know if nick smokes so don't don't take that yeah. to the bank <laughs> no no proof on that one um but tonight sagebrush nine o'clock yes sir when you go yeah. on me and all the boys man hell yeah we'll have we'll uh we'll have the whole band out there and uh but no carlos right uh no he's he's uh busy with some family stuff so wild fits is gonna be joining us once again there you uh, go, yeah man. fitz has actually been on the road with us for a while now uh, Carlos had to kind of take a step back from the road. He's got a bunch of uh, stuff going on. He's he's in college, and he's got he's well, a lot of stuff kicking up with work. So, you know how it is, man. It's yeah. hard. It's hard. It's hard to get out there and uh, hustling and hustle and bustle. Wait, especially when you got a day job and you know Los is working. You know, sixty, seventy hour weeks. So Damn. You you just can't fit that. You know, between rehearsals and yeah, all that shit. But but you know. Fitz, you're you're known to step in with a lot of people, right? You you played with uh, Rod Gator. Uh, yeah, um, we're writing a record right now. I've been playing with Tweak for a couple of months now. Uh, played with Chasen in the Honky Tonk Machine. Yeah, he's, uh, he should be here soon. I just I take the jobs as they come, and I'm not picky as to whether they want bass or guitar. Okay, so, and you played bass on Jack Fister's record too, right? I'm, uh, I'm producing Jack Fister's record. Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, yeah. Where do y'all do that at? Uh, we're doing that out of Elgin. My buddy Jimmy has a studio called Sweetheart Studio that he just moved out there. It was on East 4th for a while. Okay. Yeah. Uh, shout out to, not to interrupt you, Fitz, but yeah. shout out to Jimmy Wildcat and Sweetheart Studios. That's actually the song y'all just heard, right? Was recorded that you just out yep. there, yeah. Started out with Feeling Good. Yeah. So that's that's our latest single, and Fitz had a good hand in helping produce that. And, uh, and yeah, the Jack, Jack Fister's record's out of that same studio. So but it's that, not out yet, is it? Uh, we just finished tracking it last week. It should be mixed and mastered by early August and uh, out this fall. Very cool, man. Yeah, very excited. It's got some super talented musicians hey, on it. There's so much new music out this week, especially in Dude, this month. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I dropped, Nick dropped, Chasen dropped. Yep. Um, that was just yesterday. Yeah, that was fucking, yeah, that was, and then I think Charlie put one out this he week. Did. Um, who else? Did Nikki? Did I see Nikki Lane put one yeah, out? Nikki Lane, Willie Carlisle, Willie Carlisle put one out. Kate Anson. Uh, man, I'm trying to think. Lonesome Heroes. I got. I got a Lonesome Heroes. Yeah. I, I got a bunch of new music to play. So let's start out with that new one by Charlie Crockett. 
we're gonna, we're gonna kill some time so this one is i'm just a clown and i think charlie crockett's album is supposed to come out in a couple weeks i want to say it's september s- september 9th yeah all right that's gonna be called the man from waco so this is the new single from charlie crockett i'm just a clown Circus is coming through Everybody knows That when you purchase a ticket You expect to get a show Or take a look at me I'm just a clown And on my face I wear a frown the cost to hang around so take a look at me I'm just a clown the joker stands in the middle and turns a trick for you because sometimes You know it's better to be thought of as a fool Or take a look at me I'm just a clown And on my face I wear a frown I've paid the cost to hang around So take a look at me I'm just a clown
sitting on my shelf It's just collecting dust I ain't giving it no help Cause I know what it holds And I know what I'll find This is Texas River Tonk, and that was Kate Anson. He just put out a new album called Coyotes and Matches, and that song is called Wyoming, if you couldn't tell. And Foster and Quinn actually do backup vocals, and I know they're working on getting a record out. They're re- recording out at uh, Yellow Dog in Wimberley. Oh, with, with, yeah, Adam. with Adam Motor. Yeah. So yeah, I, Adam's a solid cat. I actually saw him and Darby Spartman. They were out at the River Jam on Sunday out the float oh, house. Yeah. yeah. Cool, man. I didn't make it in time to catch Darby because she opened up at 2. Okay. I didn't get yeah, there until like good, five. She's good, man. I, I like her records, or her singles and stuff that she put out. Yeah. And I do want to give some shout-outs. Got a couple birthdays. Uh, my buddy John just had his second kid yesterday. 
So congratulations to John and his wife, Lauren. Happy late birthday to Hadley. And also, Lucas Jagno's wife has a birthday today. So uh, I got to meet her out at the River Jam. So happy birthday, Ambris Jagno. I hope I said that right. That's Derek McClendon's aunt. Uh, so that's cool. Yeah, happy birthday, Mrs. Jagno. Yeah, man. You, have you met Lucas before? Uh, I think we've met like once or twice in person, but that was before I got on the wagon, so yeah. I don't remember what we <laughs> talked about. He, he's a cool he's, dude. He's a, he's a good buddy in the music stuff. He, right. He, he was texting me the other day about something we're working on that I, I don't know if I could talk about yet because it's, it's in his ball court. I'm just kind of helping with it. There so. you go. Oh, man, that's cool. I'll be looking out for that. So it was him, Mason Lively, and Gracie York. Oh, man, at the uh, River Jam? Yeah. Oh, man, that was sweet. It was really bad. Those, I was, are, those are some great voices, great songwriters. They are cool. Uh, before that, it was Bree Bagwell, Josh Greider, and his wife. And then after Lucas and them, it was Drew Cooper, uh, homeboy from the, what is it, the Coltrane's, and some other dudes. Uh, so that was cool. But Wild Fitz, I know you got some shows coming up, right? You're going to be playing Sagebrush July 23rd? That is correct. Yeah, so that's Connor Stevens and the Country Worms, and then Ellis Buller, I think, closes it out at the end of the night, right? Yes, sir. Ellis puts on a hell of a show. Dude, yeah. That dude's got some honky-tonky in him. Yeah, that shit. That dude's... That's, you know, that's who I... The, my first paid live show ever... Really? ...was with Ellis. Man. Yep, down there in Bay City. For real? Yeah, he's, he's, he's like my neighbor, practically. Like, he grew up right down the road from me which i didn't we didn't know each other when we were younger mm -hmm. but we met in the music stuff and right. uh he kind of you know kind of took me under his wing and, and sh pretty much showed me all the stuff he had learned in his hard road of you know playing live because he had already been doing it for a while yeah he's once. got some showman in him oh man yeah he, <laughs> he knows exactly what he's doing and it's it's authentic too it's just right. it's just his personality that's you know obviously we're all showmen we're all entertainers mm -hmm. you know but uh, uh, some some folks out there work up this personality that's a stage personality. Right. And then when they're off stage, that's not really who they are. Ellis is one of those guys that he just emboldens emboldens who he is. Like uh -huh. he just brings who he is to the forefront and uses that on stage. Yeah. So he's no there's no separation of stage and, and who he is. Yeah. He just makes it a little bit brighter when he's up there. He likes to move around like a preacher or something. You know, it's kind of oh, like dude, and he's, he's all... got that Southern Baptist in him. He's yeah. Good. He's fucking. Let me tell you about the good news of the yeah, Hulk that, That's exactly right. So he was supposed to come in February when it froze, so he didn't make it. So I'm still yeah. trying to get him back in. And then you're playing also High Noon, July 28th, right? Yeah, yeah. That sounds cool. like, how'd you know that? Because <laughs> I've been looking it up. I'm, I'm terrible at remembering my own schedule. But yeah, yeah, uh, High Noon, it's a cool spot, too. I've never been. I went the first time... Uh, Played there a couple weeks ago, and it's just got a really cool, homey vibe. Okay. Dim lights, everything's wood grain. Where's it at? Uh, it's somewhere off the east side, like far east, 6th or 7th. I can't remember, but okay. it's a cool little new spot. And y'all play Samstown Point a lot too, right? Uh, we have in the past, yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't think we have anything scheduled there at the moment. but. And then what about Batch? batch uh that has the kolaches and the home yeah the that was just beer? that was a just a one-off brewery gig yeah. it was cool their beer was really good dude the, their beer and the kolaches are amazing yeah it was cool it was it was fun it was a little bit more laid back than what i typically do i tend to play in bars mostly right so it was nice to have like a early show in a place that wasn't just filled with wackos <laughs> going crazy 
So are you from Austin or what's, what's your story? I've been living here for about 15 years. Uh, I spent some time in Houston and I grew up in New Mexico. Oh, really? What part of New Mexico? Uh, Roswell, New Mexico. Oh, wow. Yeah. We have a cabin in Redosa. Yeah, that's beautiful country out there. So usually I'm just trying to get through Roswell and then after that it gets beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't tell I me think exactly that... where it is because that's where I'm going to go hide whenever <laughs> I need Cedar Creek, right <laughs> off Cedar Creek, just north of the movie theater. Um, but I grew up just south of Lubbock. Yeah. So on on the road, you know, that goes through Roswell, you have to yeah. drive through Brownsville. Same country, same country. Yeah. I always Flat tell people. You, I always tell people, you think West Texas is is bad? Wait till you get to Eastern New Mexico. It gets rough. It's desert. I yeah. mean, it's the desert for sure. It's pretty in its own way, but the problem is the South, like down towards Artesia, is just so beat up because of the oil field. Yeah. You know, the trucks are just crushing it out there. So it's when it's an acquired taste. So did you start playing music before you moved to Austin? Yeah, I've been uh, writing and performing music in some form or fashion since I was 13. Okay. I spent uh, some time like in the, the punk rock scene in Houston. Nice. Started getting into uh, country music uh, uh, maybe in my late teens. And then uh, I spent six or seven years playing bass for a songwriter named Dax Riggs out of uh, Louisiana. That's kind of like psychedelic hard rock. And then... Uh, for the last 10 years or so, I've been writing songs, and then uh, just in the last maybe uh, six months, I picked up the bass again, and now I'm just busy all the time. Well, that's good. Yeah. So speaking of Houston, I know y'all got something going on down in Houston, right? The Horny Tonk Society with, with Patrick B. Ray and Christopher yeah. Seymour. My brother Christopher Seymour, uh, Patrick B. Ray, and DC mm-hmm. were kind of the uh, four founding fathers, we call ourselves. But uh, we're, we're getting all the Houston guys involved. Um, we're just trying to bring it back, man. Bring back the, the down-home country scene of Houston. I mean, you know, Paycheck used to sing about Houston. George Jones used to write about Houston. Waylon, fucking from Houston, used to mm-hmm. sing about it. Houston was a, a, a big, you know, prominent member of the scene in, in, in country and honky-tonk music back in the day. And I feel like we kind of lost that somewhere along the way. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know when. But uh, we're trying to bring everybody back together and just make a big brotherhood and sisterhood and uh, a pot of camaraderie and just get all the Houston local guys together and make sure everybody's doing what they want to be doing. Just building that community. Yeah, just building that community up, man. Because what really solidified it for me was being on the road and meeting a lot of folks. I mean, I've met folks as far as Lubbock and Amarillo that – we're like, yeah, man, I, I used to live in Houston and uh, I just, you know, there was no there was no traditional country scene. There was no honky tonk scene. So I moved, you know, Austin, Dallas, wherever to go yeah. find what they were looking for and go make a decent living at what they wanted to do. So I'm trying, not, to, trying to change that. And I know it's going to take a while. Yeah, it's a gradual build. You know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Right. But uh, I mean, Austin's always had a music heart, but I feel like right now there's just something special going on in the Austin area. There's just so 100%. many amazing artists. And like, like we talked about last time you were on the show, just every night of the week, you can go see somebody for like five, 10 bucks. It's killer. You know, mm-hmm. um, there, there's definitely a, a, a resurgence, a renaissance right. of good traditional country music mm-hmm. coming up. And I mean, like you said, Austin has always had always, Austin has always been the pulse of, of traditional country music in Texas far as i'm concerned but i feel like that pulse is just beating a little bit faster these days right and, and just like you're seeing in, in san antonio with the lonesome rose right guarantee yeah. caps is making it happen down there 100 percent, dude we love playing the rose 
We uh we played there what last month or the month before? Yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, they always treat us real good. And San Antonio's real good to us too. They come out and they dance and they party. So yeah. I think it's not just Austin. It's it's this whole hill country area. I mean, it's San Marcos. Buda, fucking New Braunfels. No, we're good. Okay. <laughs> we, we don't have an FCC license. It got revoked a while oh. back. So yeah. we're just streaming now. Was it because I was in here cussing? Nah, man. It, <laughs> it was before I started doing my show. Oh. I don't know the story because I'm pretty new to the station. Well, fuck them. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> FCC ain't listening. But, it, yeah, it's it's everybody, man. I mean, it, it's it's uh, it's a big, it's a whole big thing. Right. And te- Texas just has it going on. Even DFW, you got right. mags, you got so all that's that. What we're trying to do with the Houston Horny Tonk Society. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Horny Tonk, everybody's like, well, why, don't, why not Houston Honky Tonk Society? I'm like, that's fucking generic. That's run of the mill. <laughs> that's played out, man. Everybody's been doing that. And, and, you know, I'm always saying, man, I'm fucking horny for some badass music or horny for some tacos or just. Right. I mean, it's and it's horny with an I, H O R N I. It's just a vibe. You know, it's just a vibe. Exactly. It's just a feeling. Yeah, I know. Um, I think you described it to me as horny is the epitome of all emotions at once. Right. It could be, it, horny can be anything, man. What's going on, Chasing? Man, Hell yeah, well, I'm glad you made it. Yeah, I know. So that's what Michael Fenton wanted me to ask you. Oh, misery and gin. He was like, ask him about the meaning of the philosophy. So I think y'all kind of sum that up. But y'all are mainly doing it, right? It kind of got started at Shoeshine Charlie's Big Top Lounge, right? Kind of in Midtown. Houston, y'all do that every Tuesday, is that right? Yeah, it's every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. I think that you, y'all been doing it at the Big Top, eh, Tweet? Yes. Big Top. Yeah, Big Top Lounge right there next to the Continental. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, jump in here, Jason. Thanks for coming uh, on, man. Yeah, so every Tuesday, uh, Christopher Seymour and the Western Cosplay, they're shaking it down over there at the Big Top Lounge, but... I'm there every Tuesday I'm in town, and I, when I am there, I kind of MC the event, and I'll get up there and play a few songs with the band, and I'll play a few songs acoustic, and uh, if any listeners come in and they want to hear one of my tunes, I, I'll fucking take a right. request right from them and just get up there and play it for them. So. so Christopher reached out to me. He's actually got a single that's dropping on the 30th, Yeah. Uh, and he sent it to me. I got a little sneak peek of that, and that's a good one. Are we going to drop it in here? He, he told me I can play it on the 29th. On the 29th? So I'm going to wait. So not not next Friday, but the Friday after that, we'll play, give you all a sneak peek of Drunk Enough. I know, I know next month he's got, uh, he's got a video coming out in September okay. for one of his songs. And we just shot the video, and we did like a two-day video shoot, man, and it was fucking awesome. We went up. Was it Drunk I, Enough? No, it's okay. High Life. High Life, okay. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, but fuck you, Chris. No. There you go. <laughs> but he's actually playing the Continental Club Houston anniversary tomorrow. So that's cool. So yeah, if, if, you, if you haven't checked out Getting Loose and Killing Time, their podcast, that's, that's a, a good show right there. But again, welcome to the studio, Mr. Chase and Wayne. How you doing? Pretty good, man. Do I need to get closer to this thing? I don't know. It should pick up pretty good. That, that mic's pretty yeah. decent. So where'd you drive in from? Uh, South Austin. I, was, I worked half the day. Oh, yeah? I made a deal with my boss to come down here. And I there was you like, go. Yeah, I decided to change in the truck and squeeze on the nut huggers, do the whole thing. You going out tonight? You going to make it to Sagebrush or you got a gig? What's the I, story? I'm working at Sagebrush tonight. Are you doing security? Yeah. Man, that's cool. Yeah, it was a nice thing that Dennis offered me a while back ago and it's cool because I usually know everybody who plays there. So then it's, I kind of get to just walk around and be like, hey, what's up? You don't have to kick too many people out? No, not at that place. No, no that place is cool. Yeah. It's always laid back. Not a rowdy joint at all. Now, I guess the craziest I saw, Jesse Daniel had a sold-out show there. I can't remember who was, was it Doug? Doug Kershaw. 
Yeah, I was at was that playing. show. Dude, that was a killer show. That was a great show. Yeah. Got to see Kate, him do Cajun Stripper and all that yes. right there. That was really fun. That was fun. Yeah. I think that's the last time I saw Austin Starkey. Is Austin going to be with you tonight? 100%. There you go. Oh, man. You'll, you'll probably never see me play a full band show without Austin. Love Austin. That dude's my fucking left-hand man. Hell, yeah. So what else? What do you got going on, Jason? You played this Tuesday, right? Did both of y'all play? Y'all played at uh, the Volstead? That's correct. Yes. Yeah, we have a, it's called The Way High Men. It's a, it's a club between me and Chasen and our buddy Colton from the Shinglers. Okay. It's kind of like our little uh, songwriters club. And so we just, uh, about once a month we get together, do a song swap uh, as an excuse to hang out, have a couple beers and try out new material. You, you play the hole in the wall too quite a bit, don't you? I have been recently. Yeah. I, I used to play there a lot, and then I got, I had two friends have residencies there, and they just asked me, like, will you play these gigs? And I was like, yeah. And one of them was with Mike Boba from okay. Cactus Lee. Yeah. He started a band called Mike Boba's Pleasure Seekers, Ramsey Midwoods in that band. Oh, really? Yeah. Dude, that's badass. It's pretty much everybody who's ever played in Cactus Lee <laughs> right. just got together and hooked up with uh, Boba to do his band, so that was a lot of fun. And then uh, who played the other set? I can't remember right now. I don't know. Think about it. Yeah. Hole in the Wall used to be our go-to spot. Um, Showdown used to be open right there, but they closed it down. We still have one here in town uh, a couple blocks over. But Hole in the Wall, back when you could still smoke inside, you'd walk in that place yeah. and your eyes would just start burning because it was so thick in there. I, I remember, miss that feeling. Yep. I remember mo- when I first moved to Austin, I was like Leo Rondeu was still like blowing up in town and – Right. Croy was playing bass with them, and I remember just seeing, like, and J.D. was doing, like, acoustic sets there, J.D. Clark. Yep. So I got to kind of see all the guys who are kind of getting a lot of shine now. We'll Back see. before, I guess that's, you know, at the time, I guess it was more about Leo and Mike and the Moon Pies, and, you know. Right. That was, like, that class, and now this is, like, the next class, it seems like, moving in. Yeah, we were, we were talking about how just how many amazing artists are in Austin right now. Um, yeah. I, I moved here in 2000. And I was more into kind of rock and blues and some hip-hop at the time. Uh, but we used to be able to go see Gary Clark Jr. at Continental Club Happy Hour for free yeah. when he was like 18 years old, just shredding and now look at him. Yeah. So speaking of Shining Man, you put out two new singles. Yeah, I'm trying to get them out. You got King Cowboy and Arkansas Crank. Right. AC. Yeah, so, Arkansas Crank. You got any uh, stories behind Arkansas Crank? Uh, Arkansas Crank was when me and Colton from the Shinglers, who's also in the Way High Men, last summer we took a drive to Arkansas and then to Memphis to play some shows. And of course we brought a lot of stuff with us (laughs) to make the trip more fun. And uh, at some point we were crossing through, after a night in Arkansas, we were crossing through West Memphis and that was like a real spooky place for some reason, because you know you got like the murders that happened there. Yeah, like I've heard it's rough. Three, yeah, a very bleak place, and we were definitely under the influence of many things as we were driving through there. And uh, I don't know, I just kind of like wrote, I like wrote that within like five minutes of just sitting there. We were listening to Faro Saunders, the jazz you know, spiritual guy. Mm-hmm. And then this Baptist minister would cut out the transmission. And so you would hear like 
the wind chimes and the jazz band, and then you would get to hear <laughs> this Baptist minister like laying it down to you in between. And we were going to change it, and Colton was like, no, 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 don't change it. It sounds really good. It's like, trippy. It's, it's kind of trippy. <laughs> and so we ended up uh, writing that song as we got into Memphis, and that, that Memphis was a hell of a time. That was even more, uh, that's like all those five days were kind of a blur. Okay. But a lot of good shows, you know, were played, and it's probably one of my favorite trips I've ever taken. But, yeah, I wrote Arkansas Crank after that. So uh, where would y'all record that? I saw on your uh, your post you tagged Driftwork Sound. Yeah. Is that where it is? Yeah, so there's a guy named Jake Ames. He plays with the Stacks and Good Looks Band. And his roommate is David, and it's like his, you know, they're best friends, been roommates forever. David had a popular, um, you know, cumbia Afrobeat band called Continental Drift. Now they're called Serum. And they he built like a home, a big home studio, really nice. Has like every kind of keyboard you could ever mm -hmm. want. You know, every kind of microphone. And it's something he just slowly wants to do independently. And I did some plumbing over there you know, for Jake, Jake asked me to come like snake his drain or whatever. <laughs> and then uh, I was like, hey, you don't have to pay me, but if I could record here, that would be cool. You know, give Dude. me like a discount. And he was like, oh yeah. There you go. So we shot a video there and he really liked the band and the, and the songs. And then, yeah, we ended up just recording it in his and Jake Ames house. And that was pretty much where it happened. And he did all the mixing and mastering as well. So I can't say enough about David Dalton. That's works cool. Now. And yeah. so did you use the same musicians on both of those singles? Yeah, it's all the same people, yeah. So you got Pedal Steel, how do you say it, Jamie Maness? Maness. Jamie Maness? That's why I call him the Mainest. Yeah, on Pedal Steel. Yeah. Dave Hansen on keys. Yeah. Amy Elizabeth on bass. Right. Right. Casey Seymour on drums. Right. And then I tried to figure this one out. Jared JJS on fiddle? Jared Standish. There you go. Jared's the wild man. Okay. It's kind of like my right hand. I started... When I started playing out in Austin more, I did it with just Jared. He was my neighbor, and we used to just smoke a lot of weed and drink. And he was he was a classical player, and then he was like, I think I could play country. And it's like, I think you can too. And nice. so he started just coming along with me, and we kind of built the band from us hanging out onward, you know. Okay. So that was pretty cool. Well, let's play Arkansas Crank. Yeah, go ahead. All right, here is Chase and Wayne's new one. We'll play the other one next, but here is AC.
Holy smokes, could I have these numbers wrong? Two cars in the driveway, dry leaves on the lawn. Tough luck, well, I guess that I should have called. Left a mile device, been a mine and a memory for a spark. I've been chasing the highlights. All the long drives taking it slow Getting back to the wildlife When we slept on the side of the road Makes me feel like it's gone right Even the off nights, baby When we almost lost the urge to roam This is Texas River Tonk, and that was a new one by the Lonesome Heroes off their new album, Rise and Fall. And you can catch Lonesome Heroes at ABGB on Saturday. They're doing an album release party. 
They're going to make their way up to Turkey, Texas, August 10th, playing with Dave Martinez. And then September 17th, they'll be down in San Antonio at the Lonesome Rose. So, Tweed, you're playing up at Turkey pretty soon too, right? You going yes, back up sir. there August 12th? Yeah. Hell yeah. Dude, Hotel Turkey's got it going on. Yeah, I think Turkey's actually our first uh, stop on our way out of Texas. We're doing two or three Texas dates, mm-hmm. and then uh, we're getting on out of here, man. Uh, New Mexico, Colorado, Wyoming. You're hooking up with Dano Simpson, right? Yeah. Dude, yeah. that's badass. We're meeting Dano in Colorado Springs, uh-huh. and he's with us for like a week. Like fucking all the way up through Colorado, Wyoming, and then I think one or two back down through Colorado. Right, so tonight is Sagebrush. Y'all come on out. And then Saturday, you and Nick Garza are playing at Central Machine Works. That's right, 100%. Dude, love that place. And then Sunday, we're back at Samstown Point. There you, you want to go. Come finish out your weekend with us, boys. We'll be on 9 p.m. sharp. Hell yeah. Samstown Point. And then again, August 12th, Turkey, Texas. And then the next night, August 13th, Amarillo, Golden That's Light. That's right. Oh, yeah, making our Golden Light debut. Man, I'm excited about that. Yeah, I got a buddy up in uh, Amarillo, so I'm <clears> trying to get him out to that show. Yeah, tell him to bring his family. Bring his mama and them. Yeah. He, uh, he saw Tyler Halverson up there. Yeah, that, that dude's got a voice on him. He does. Very unique. So I'll tell him to get out there uh, and check you out. And then tell me about this Camp Nomad. So that that was uh, sprung on me, man. Okay. Uh, you know, Mark Champion from Flintfield, or not from, but he uh, owns and operates Flintfield, Texas. He's from Brazil County. He's another B County boy like himself. Um Great, great photographer. A man, one of the best in the biz, man. Yep. And a, a great event coordinator and a, just an overall great dude and a great businessman and a, a great pillar of the community. He, Him and all the guys from Nomad Grills uh, put together an event called Camp Nomad, and it's just going to be like a, I guess, like a summer, like I guess they're trying to invoke the feeling of like you're camping, you know, but right, right there in Dallas in the uh, Bishop Arts District, I believe. Okay. Uh, Formerly known as Oak Cliff. Is that, is that, is that, <laughs> is that what it is? It's gentrified Oak Cliff. It's gentrified Oak Cliff. Well, then we'll be over there. <laughs> it had it had backyard. Yeah, and... so it's gonna be at their headquarters in mm-hmm. their big like backyard, and uh, yeah, beer, barbecue, tunes. So that's a whole all... bunch of vendors. I know there's gonna be a bunch of shops out there with pop-ups. Yeah. So... Sponsored by Topo and Lone Star. Nice. And so shout out to Topo Chico. Please sponsor me. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> And so that's August 6th. Yeah, August 6th. Yeah, so Mark texted me, and he was like, hey, man, you busy August 6th? I was like, actually, that's like the one day we have open before we leave. He was like, you want to go to Dallas? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. You want to open for Vincent? Yeah. Dude, Vincent so, Neil Emerson. Yeah, so that, that'll be actually me and Vincent's first time playing full band together. We've played, you know, a couple of acoustics together. Right. But we've never got our bands together, so that's going to be fucking cool. The DFW area. Right. Bring your and it's actually I believe it's a free event. It says free with RSVP. Yeah, so you just got to get online and put your name on the list and you're in there. So we're talking so to you, don't Zach fucking, Welch. Don't text me and ask for a spot on the guest list because I'm just gonna send you a link. <laughs> yeah, Vin, I saw you and Vincent do the throwing smoke out at the long time. Right, Summer Dean was out there. Yeah, Dude, I that, fucking almost died that day because it was so hot. It was so damn hot. <laughs> if you haven't heard that story, go back and listen to the episode you, you were on that first time we talked about. Did I that. tell that story? Yeah, oh, dude. Man. Oh, DC was out there. Yeah, he was. He, oof. Woo. And then there's something else I wanted to ask y'all about. Um, Chasen, you're playing that event called In a Jam Down by the River in New Braunfels coming up. That is true. August 15th. 
right? Yeah, or no, uh, October 15th. Yeah, I have some Excuse shows me. before that, but that's one we're excited about because my friend Dustin Brown, he's a North Texas guy. I used to see him. We were in some singer-songwriter competitions together in Fort Worth like six or seven years ago. Okay. We used to actually leave Whiskey Girl Saloon and go see V&E play like when he was kind of before, you know, pre-beard and long hair V&E. But like yeah. everybody was like, hey, you should go leave and check out this guy. Everybody's talking about it like Magnolia or wherever he was playing at the time. But he, uh, he has two bands, three bands. I can't name them all. But he has a nice uh, artist-friendly festival he puts on right on the river, right off the Guadalupe. And we played it last year. That's actually how the band got started, was me and Jared went out there to play, and then Dave messaged me like, hey, can you get me in? And I was like, just bring an instrument and say you're playing. <laughs> and he ended up bringing a mandolin. And the next thing you know, we're like, you know, snorting stuff next to the river. And he's like, well, I might as well play, I'm here. And That's then we bad. played that whole set. You know, it was like an hour and a half on the river, and Dave just kind of like improv mandolin, and it sounded really good. And the stuff I reposted, uh, Amy then messaged me and said, hey, y'all sound really cool. Do y'all need a bass player? <laughs> we were like, we were just talking about that. Man. We, so I actually am very fond of that festival. Again, uh, that's in a jam down by the river, October 15th in New Braunfels. Well, we're playing another festival right after that with Ellis Bullard. Oh, really? Uh, at Warren's Backyard. Okay. Which we just played with Aaron McDonald. Fitz played too. Yeah, right. I was on bass that day. Yeah. Nice. So uh, it's hard to get people to go out of town, but Fitz always throws his hat in the ring. Like, there yeah, I will do it. But the lineup for that festival, you got the damn quails headlining it. You right. Got John Dempsey and Race Ricketts. If you haven't heard of Race Ricketts, yeah. that dude's badass. Yeah, it's a really cool. I mean, the damn quails, I remember when they were like, you know, hot shit in DFW. And right. like, that was kind of like a group people would always go see at like City Limits in Stephenville, which rest in peace, it's no longer a thing. Or, yeah, I was really excited to find that out. And I think we play like just before them, I think, or we're like two bands before them. Dude. But I'm excited about that. Very cool, man. I'm gonna try to get out of that one, October yeah. 15th. I'm going to watch a Cowboys game, I think the week before that. So that, that weekend yeah. should be free. As and then, long as I don't have volleyball tournaments or some baseball tournaments. And then keep kids. your eye out for us and Ellis doing Warren's Backyard the week after that. Yeah, man. We'll talk. When it gets closer, we'll definitely be pushing those. Yeah. Um, but while Fitz, so your album, Bullfighter, right? That's your more recent album? Yeah, it came out almost a year to the day from today. Or it might have been early August. But we've been waiting on the vinyls ever since then. So I'm hoping that we'll have the some wax for y'all uh, sometime this winter. Man, I'll be checking. I'll definitely get me a vinyl. Uh, so the one we picked out to play is Back to the Bottom Shelf. You got any stories behind that? Up until a couple months ago, I'd been uh, managing a liquor store. And uh, just you can imagine how uh, thriving my bank account was working at a liquor <laughs> store. Just having these characters come in, it's just kind of an accumulation of all these micro images of just being in a liquor store every morning, hungover, surrounded by bottles of liquor. Oh man! You know, and uh, I bet that was amazing. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> you, don't have to, you don't have to make a drive to the liquor store when you work there. No, no. Um, so yeah, it just—it's just one of those songs that kind of just popped out of nowhere. Is done, you know. As long as the song is, that's how long it took to write. Yeah, it's got to be interesting because it's like it's like working a bar. You know, you got your regulars that are there all the time, and then you got the yeah. So uh, in the morning, 
uh, I had what they you'd call the breakfast club, or that's why I'd call them. It's like kind of your professional everyday drinkers. They, they're there like 10 on the dot, come in just looking haggard on their way to whatever job that is slowly killing them for their like pints of Smirnoff or whatever. And then from there you get just about, as the day progresses, you could just get different types of people coming in of all walks of life. Uh, it was somewhere, I described the job as somewhere between like being a bartender and a pharmacist. There you go. All right, so let's play it. This is Back to the Bottom Shelf by Wild Fitz off the Bullfighter album. Back to the Texas River Tonk is proudly underwritten by Ghost Note Brewing. Ghost Note Brewing is located on Ranch Road 12, just three miles south of Dripping Springs. Open Thursdays through Sundays, they serve finely crafted beer along with local wine and cider. There's plenty of seating in the open air tap room that overlooks a tree covered lawn with live music Friday through Sunday. You can find the full music and food truck schedule online at ghostnotebrewing.com and be sure to follow Ghost Note Brewing on Instagram for news and updates. Listeners, you know here at Texas River Tonk, we're all about supporting homegrown artists and products. Tejas Hemp is located in Dripping Springs and was the first hemp brand in the state since Prohibition. Tejas Hemp supplies full-spectrum CBD and naturally occurring THC products, including their muscle release salve, hemp oils, gummies, flour, and pre-rolls. Check out TejasHemp.com to shop online and follow them on Instagram at Tejas Hemp. Tejas Hemp, putting the J back in Texas.
step or two Let's spin on the floor with you A kiss on the lips underneath This is Texas River Tonk on KZSM.org, True Community Radio, and that was a new one by the Western Express, Honky Tonk Saints. I know they're getting ready to go on tour, so check them out. And Chasen, earlier you mentioned kind of how the band came together out of that festival, but where did the name come from, Honky Tonk Machine? Uh, that is Amy. Okay. Amy, we and Amy and Jared would rehearse at Amy's house, and Amy, we were like, well, gotta come up with a band name. She was getting all like hyped up. She gets like real excited. She was like, "We need to be like this, or like some kind of like a like a honky tonk machine." And then Jared, the fiddle player, was like, "Yeah, sounds really good." And then I was just like, "Honky tonk machine." So I actually didn't even like it at first. I was like, "This sounds crazy." But it's grown on you. Now, I mean, just because you don't get to choose how how that stuff plays out, like that's what stuck. So now I like it. But initially, like, yeah, I give Amy credit for that. She definitely she said it, and then. I remember Corey from Croy and the Boys, or Croy would like 
rag. He would like joke about it. He was like honky tonk machine, and then he would joke to me about it, and I would be like, "Well, she named the band." <laughs> <laughs> Don't blame me. And he'd be like, "Oh, the truth is revealed." And I'm like, "Yeah, well, that's how it went." Oh man, that's funny. No, I dig that name, man. Yeah. Y'all make it kind of hard for people to find your shows, though. Why you say that? Because I'm lo- I'm trying to look for like a list of upcoming shows. So when I play people's music, I want to know like. Well, uh, well, I've been trying to like wait until like the day before or two days before right. i haven't been but i'm i mean i know we're playing sagebrush august 24th okay and then i think i have a long play show in two weeks but that hasn't been finalized yet and it's kind of the way i do it in town it's a lot harder to to book these days because a lot of times right i'll send emails and then nobody will respond and then somebody's like hey we need to fill in and so then i'm just like okay we'll do it right and we just kind of jump in but August 24th at Sagebrush, that's our next headlining show. And that'll probably be the next time for sure you could see everybody. But I also had to take some time off to just pay for this album because I've kind of paid do. for it all myself out of pocket. That and makes sense. It's like I need that. That's when I started taking those Sagebrush gigs too for that extra walking around money after I throw however much at Driftwork or on Distro Kid. Right. You know what I mean? I understand, man. I have to have two jobs, sometimes two and a half jobs, just to pay the bills and feed my three kids. So yeah. Um, so is that that's your main vehicle? Do you play in any other bands? Uh, I just play with Fitz here, Way Highman. There is a side project I'm working on with this band called The Point. They play. They usually play at Sea Boys, nice. but it's going to be a more alternative country i guess less traditional because i kind of wanted the honky tonk machine to be very honky tonk i mean i want it to sound like what you're going to get but with this group which we haven't got a name yet we've jammed twice it's just going to be more uh loose like a lot more jazzier stuff probably a lot more um they're kind of like indie rock blues and blues influenced and so i don't know i don't that's still like something i'm working on in the process but for the most part, I'm still committed mostly to playing with the Honky Tonk Machine. And nice. Well, I dig that first album you put out, High Horse. That was last year. Yeah. That's got some really interesting songs on it. Yeah, there's some of those songs made it to this album with the band too. Yep. Yeah, I was really proud of that. Uh, Jared, the fiddle player, recorded all that in his apartment. That project was kind of what got me to here. Mm-hmm. I would say people really liked that project, and I was really surprised. And then found myself playing like two or three times a week acoustic and then slowly meeting people along the way. Mm-hmm. Even last year when we went to Arkansas and Memphis, that was acoustic gigs. Right. And it was just like, happened to be Colton was going up there too. And what other bands were up there? Nick Allison's band was going up there. And Sailor Poon, the punk band, were going up there. So we all just kind of crashed in the same house. And we kind of just made it worth our while going up there. Yeah, I played uh, Burro Blanco. I think when Nick Garza was in here, I was doing like an Augie Meyer San Antonio theme, and that one kind of fit because it's in Spanish. Yeah. So where did that come from? Well, High Horse was originally supposed to be a concept project, which I guess I might, maybe I'll redo it again one day. But it all has a linear story on those songs. And Berto Blanco was like, before I got really into music consistently, I mostly was digging tunnels for a plumbing company. So like just me and like three guys from like Uh Chihuahua and Jalisco pretty much just digging every day good way to stay in shape and I was doing a lot of drugs and I was working door at Hotel Vegas and I was making some side money 
helping some other guys out. And at some point, a real guy, you know, saw me doing that and kind of confronted me and was kind of like, you know, you really shouldn't be doing this, man. Like, you're probably going to be, you know, find yourself in like a really poor position in life if you continue to uh, do keep doing what you're doing. And I did it a little bit longer, of course. And then I... <laughs> took a while. Yeah, it took a while to catch on. But eventually it did, and I just remembered that advice he gave me. And he was a, an older Spanish guy, and I just thought, I was like, well, this would be cool to do in Spanish. It's very like, you know, you know, Texas tradition, you know, always tipping the hat to Mexico. I mean, we were, right. it used to all be Mexico. So mm -hmm. I just thought that was a cool idea. And I, I really do love boleros and rancheros and norteños, and I like all that music. But I try to do that stuff sparringly because I don't want to offend anybody because I am very much a gringo. <laughs> right. Now, that sounds good. And I like Out on the Texas Plains. That's a good one. Yeah. And uh, Big City. Oh, yeah. Big City. I like it when you go with those big old thighs. You big know. old thighs. Yeah, you know, man. That, my time. that yeah. one gets me every time. But let's play the new one, King Cowboy. Yeah. So any stories behind this one? Uh, I come from like a legendary roping team roping family in Kennedale, texas it's on the outskirts of arlington just right when you get into the country i grew up on that ranch till i was about 10 and my brother rodeoed and my mom rodeoed and grandpa rodeoed but uh we were kicked off the ranch for some family drama and then we moved straight to the trailer park in granbury texas i was kind of trained to do rodeo as well but if I, I ain't gonna lie, now I'm good on a horse, and now I can do that. But when I was a kid, I would, I would cry riding ponies, and like I hated, you know. Yeah. Cowboys are mean when you're a kid, and they're all trying to teach you to be really tough. And then as I got older, I really appreciated uh, that background, and I reminisced about it, you know. And that's really what it's about. There's some stories about my brother and his rodeo injuries. Uh, there's some references to me. There's some references to my grandpa. So it's kind of an amalgamation of everybody and, like, you know, all the men in my direct family. Right. I dig that song. I never rodeoed. Didn't ride many horses, but I did date a barrel racer one time. Ooh. Yeah. yeah you can't get over those I've never thighs. been a cowboy, but I've eaten a lot of steak. <laughs> eaten a lot of steak. All right. So this is the new one, King Cowboy by Chase and Wayne.
Last week, running the math like he only joined, interrupting as we speak. Not in Texas, Texas. You say I'm from some Yankee town, but that's plain enough to see. Don't really care where you're from, are you kind enough to be down in Texas? Welcome to Texas. But what do I know? I'm just an old Tejano, getting drunk right on the Rio. With my good old friends I say amigo Better lose that big old ego Dig deep like an armadillo And I think we'll get along Yeah, I think we'll get along I get it You're happy to be here Dancing with the women And drinking our beer Drinking our beer That won't stop here Just dunk your head right in the trough And remember what I said You're in Texas 
just fine, just do it over there. Go out the door and through the brush and find someone who cares out in Texas. Good luck to Texas. What do I know? I'm just an old Tejano getting drunk right on the Rio with my good old friends. I say, amigo, better lose that big old ego. Dig deep like an armadillo. I think we'll get along. Yeah, I think we'll get along. I get it, you're happy to be here. Dancing with the women. And drinking our beer. Drinking our beer. That won't stop here. This is Texas River Tonk, and that was the brand new one by Nick Garza's Get Along called Old Tejano. That was released today in honor of his grandpa's 102nd birthday, would have been. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. On fiddle, you had Blake Whitmore, accordion, Josh Baca, James Wynn on drums, and Gary Calhoun on bass. So shout out to Nick Garza. Got to see him last night with Tweak and Wild Fitz over at Zelix. You can catch him tomorrow at Central Machine Works playing with Tweak. And Fitz, you're playing bass on that one too? Yeah, that is tomorrow. Yeah, I'll be playing bass for both Nick and Tweak. Saturday. It's going to be a nice four hours in the hot Texas summer sun. I haven't been since they... they I guess they covered the stage since last time I've been there. Yeah, so. when I, last time I was out there, it was still kind of muddy in the back. Yeah. And I think they've done the back part. Nick was nice, saying right? that they fixed the stage up, so... Okay, nice. And then also, Rustic Tap in Austin Wednesday. You can catch Nick Garza with Julie Nolan. And then he's doing Sagebrush. I think Chris Seymour's coming into town and doing a Sunday shootout in Austin, I believe, August 14th. And then September 2nd, Nick will be playing Sagebrush with Gus Clark. And I think we're going to do some live ones now. Who's going to go first? Look like Chasen. What are you going to play, man? Something new, something old? Something new, something old. That's the name of the song, right? <laughs> Let's see. I don't need a mic for any of the guitar or anything. It, that, it should pick up the guitar pretty well. If you want to swing that other one over, you can. But nah. it's all, all you, man. Yeah, I guess I'll do one that'll be on the album, but I play it a little differently now. It's called uh, Cowboy Man. 
have a catchphrase of cowboy, 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 cowboy. And it's kind of like yeah, a continuation of what King Cowboy is about. Just kind of describing the lifestyle. It's just a fun little song, you know. Fitz, you remember that one? Yeah, Cowboy Man. Cowboy I remember man. Cowboy Man. I don't know. I don't really know.
That's one of the cooler things we've had happen in here, having all three of y'all jamming at the yeah. same time. Cool. Very cool, man. So we were talking about um, when Fitz moved to Austin <laughs> before you. you got here, but when did you move to Austin, Jason? Uh, just a uh, chin hair shy of 2013, 2012. Okay. I got you. And I had graduated high school early, and I was working on a ranch in Keene, Texas, raising cattle, and... Yeah, I just had saved a bunch of money, moved here with a rock band, started working downtown immediately on Dirty Six, uh, doing security, and yeah, I mean, the rest is kind of a blur after that. But, right. But I come from North Texas. I'm a Hood County guy. I got you. You know, yeah, 45 minutes southwest of Fort Worth, you know, closer to Stephenville. Stephenville right. is like 15 minutes away. Yeah. How is Stephenville for the for the music scene? Stephenville used to be like a mecca, man. It used to be like the place to be. People would rather go to Stephenville than drive up to Billy Bob's. Yeah. You would see guys like I remember seeing Whiskey Myers when they first started out, and seeing Kyle Park there, Randy Brown. Uh, yeah, I'll, I've gotten a few emails from Stephenville, but I've just kind of run the 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 research on the data on our fucking listening base and there's just not a huge base for us around Stephenville. well it's i mean it's that I mean, there is in dallas but it's yeah. like i'd rather what, right dallas and fort worth are actually two of our biggest listeners yeah but then it's like i guess if you're in Stephenville and you do listen to us you'll just go to dallas to listen to pretty us. much <laughs> they're gonna commute yeah, yeah. but it, there used to be a bar called city limits there that was that was like the place to be and see all kinds i think i saw ray wiley hubbard play there hmm. actually like 12 or 13 years ago but that since the pandemic a lot of those bars got shut down and it's Dude, that was hard. such a bummer to see man there were so many cool little spots not just music but even small business wise like so many mom and pop shops that just lost their ass in covid because right. all the go all the i mean not that fucking anybody should rely on the government but um all the government help went to fucking like walmart and shit yeah it's like nobody there's no bailout for fucking grandma and grandpa Running a little fucking corner store, a feed store. Well, that was the fucked up thing is these like major corporations were taking out those like same loans. Like we really need it. And it's like I don't know, motherfucker. I don't think you really need it that bad. Yeah, you're a multi-billion-dollar corporation. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure fucking Meemaw's Kitchen needs it more than you <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we were talking off air about how Ray Wiley Hubbard reached out to you, tweet. Yeah, you know? yeah. So it was my uh, it was my first uh, slip when I got out of treatment. Uh, you know, I, I went steady for a while, and then you know as your journey to sobriety carries on. I wouldn't say inevitable, but it is pretty common for, for sure. people to, you know, go back to what you know. And Ray just reached out to me when I uh, when I <clears throat> was open. And that's that's another thing that, that I'm super, you know, people have always asked me why I'm so transparent about my sobriety journey. And like, I tell everybody when I'm drinking, if I drank, uh, when I haven't, you know, how long I've been, like today I've been sober 55 days exactly. I can actually look in my phone and tell you how many hours I've been sober. <laughs> you got to count down. Um, because I know there's so many people that are going through it too. Right. And uh, there's so much help to be had for people that are looking for um, a community and a sense of camaraderie within recovery. I think especially so uh, musicians who have been going through this stuff. My buddy Rod Gator, who I've been working with, he's also been sober mm -hmm. for a long time. And when you're doing something like music where you're in bars and you're just surrounded by drugs and booze all the time and you are s sober, the opportunity to like slip out of that is a lot it's a lot different than more a normal job. so yeah, than yeah. if you're just working an office job it's just constant and so i've noticed 
musicians who are on the sober train like really look out for each other. Yeah, Rod's talked to me. We've had some really extensive conversations about sobriety and the journey mm-hmm. and such. Which, speaking of, here's a song that kind of relates to that. This there you is go. A, this is that new one I sent y'all that... Uh... Lately, all that I can do is cry. You hate me, I don't have to wonder why. I've been drinking myself to death and acting like a fool, spreading my love around. Not bringing it home to you I know it may seem strange yet Watching my train wreck I know it can't be stopped Oh, but breaking your heart Is tearing me apart I've been wishing it would all come to a halt We're both victims But you think it's all my fault I got a bad disease in my head Once the demon takes hold There ain't Somehow I'll show you you're still loved Cause breaking your heart Is tearing me apart Oh, and together 
We're two halves of the same broken heart. Nice. That's the first time I've heard that one. That's a good one. That's the first time. That's I've one of those that. voice memos we were talking about yeah. earlier. <laughs> so last time you were in here back in uh, December. I think you were on your way to go see Charlie Crockett and Vincent in Dallas. Yeah. And you played Misery Inn and Slow, some other rehab songs you wrote. Yeah. Dude, those damn. Yeah, man, I've I've uh I've revamped that Misery Inn one. So they let you take your guitar into rehab? Yeah, yeah. But uh, man, so it was a 12-step based rehab, so I had to get to a certain step in the program before they let me get my guitar out of storage. Oh really? Yeah, and I didn't get there until the day before I left. So. Oh. But there was there was like there's guitars around. Uh, like a few of the counselors had guitars, and a few other people that were in treatment gotcha. had their guitars. So, I wasn't without it. Yeah. And then, once once people figured out that that was kind of what I do, mm-hmm. they were always they want you to play. You want to jam? You want to you want to play guitar tonight? That's cool. <laughs> I remember visiting my dad in rehab when I was in high school or middle school. I can't remember. And the only thing I remember is that joke he told me about. I asked him how he was doing. He's like, it's it's not too bad here. The only only thing that sucks is the toilet paper. It's like yeah. John Wayne. It's rough, tough, and don't take shit from nobody. <laughs> so for some reason, I remember that my whole life. But what about you, Fitz? You want to play one? Sure. Yes. Yeah. Uh, can I borrow one of y'all's mm-hmm. guitars? You don't want to do just straight bass jam? I mean, I, <laughs> I don't. Could. <laughs> I would, but I don't think anyone would ever want to listen to that. So the Cigar Vault here in town has an open mic on Wednesdays, and there's a dude in town, I can't remember his name, but he makes custom bass guitars, and he got up there and just slapped that thing, man. I wish yeah. I could remember his name. Uh, but if you ever get was a he chance... singing while he did it? Yeah. And he would play that neck. I mean, it was one of the coolest things I've seen at an open mic. All right. So what are you thinking about playing, man? Since we're on the, the slow, somber, reflective tunes, I'm going to play a song I wrote about a good friend of mine named Ryan Lee Hansen, who is a songwriter out of Houston, who uh, was the closest thing I ever had to a brother who uh, came to an untimely death uh, about six or seven years ago. And, uh, you know, when someone you love that much passes away, there's a little part of them that just always sticks around with you. And uh, it's also like my daytime song. Because uh, it's a little bit more laid back, and so I don't have to wake up as much. All right. Now see you in the morning. There in your white rose, standing in the water. Darkest alley 
searching for my best friend I feel it right beside me Singing hallelujah Well goddamn hallelujah Change my way of living and join the church again. Now change my way of living and join. church again oh, beautiful song man thanks tweak for letting me borrow your guitar and, and that's on the bullfighter album right yes sir that's on bullfighter man great stuff so last time you were in here tweet you mentioned needing to get another tattoo by yeah. zach armento down in houston yeah zach armentor yeah man you said you wanted to get a cowgirl riding an armadillo yeah so he's got it drawn up she's gonna go right here on my uh above my navel between my navel and my sternum right she'll be my whole belly piece damn so i actually saw that he's gonna be here in the hill country at peacemaker tattoo company yeah august 19th and 20th yeah so y'all are in the hill country and y'all everybody's always asking where i get my tattoos and they say oh man i don't want to go to houston for a tattoo well guess what Houston's coming to you. So. There it is. Again, Zach, our mentor. Yep, check um, him out online, man. You can find him on Instagram. You can check out his work and his contact information. Email him if you want to get some And if you come out done. to a show, I can 10 out of 10 guarantee you I'll have one of his business cards in my wallet. There you so go. Ask me about that, too. I saw you have a honky or a horny tonk sticker on your phone there. Yeah. You got some of those available? Um, I've got some for friends. I don't have yeah. any for sale yet. There you go. But I've got. Did, did you get one yet? Not yet. I've got some in the truck. Oh hell yeah! Um, but I'll have them available for uh, for for everyone else uh, here within the next couple of weeks. We're gonna do. So that was our test order, actually. Okay. We did a, a test run of a fifty, and then we're gonna do a, a few hundred. Nice. Kind of. We are gonna the one the next so these are for friends but the next mm. batch they are gonna be for sale. It'll just be like mine, like four or five bucks a piece. But every single dollar we make from Horny Tonk merch is gonna go back in to a business expense for putting on events in Houston. Okay. So uh, whenever we raise enough money, we'll be putting on events with different Houston artists and trying to get some sponsorship and stuff and that's where all that money's going to go to are y'all going to have a designated website or is it going to be like on your site or how y'all going to it'll do that? it'll be um on the instagram on the houston okay. horny tonk society instagram nice eventually we'll have a website but yeah you know that shit ain't cheap so yeah it takes work too yeah but you know and i'll, I'll probably play them mm -hmm. so they will be on my website when they're listed all right but, uh, yeah, we'll keep we'll keep everyone up to date with all that, and I'm gonna be making a Twitter here within the next couple of weeks, so people can do the Twitter for the. I know people like tweeting. Right, for sure. That's kind of how I got to know you. Is just watching you on Twitter, man, and just Dude, I get laughing that so my much. ass off. People, people, people come come to shows. 
that have never even heard my music but follow me on Twitter. Right. And they're like, you're so funny on Twitter that I wanted to come watch you. That's funny. South Texas tweet. <laughs> yep, that's right. <laughs> so what's up? Jason, you want to play another one? Yeah, I think I'll try a new one on here. All right. We've got time for at least one more each. Hmm. How you feeling? Yeah, this one is called uh, "Smoking Again." That's one I I'm starting to like more and more. And I gotta play it more too. Let's see. So might as well do it live on air, right? Well, Tweet did one he hadn't played out yet. So now, yeah, there mm-hmm. we go. Yeah. yeah, that actually works. So that's more incentive to more tune in to uh, Horny Talk. I was going to say Horny Talk Radio. River Talk Radio. Yeah. <laughs> There's a whole lot of talk in this room right oh, now. Yeah. Smoking again, sneaking cigarettes. It's a shame you won't hold my hand, cause I know you hate the stench. The rotten fingers linger across your velvet face. You pull away, saying, Not today, I don't like how a dead man tastes. Smoking again, smoking again, smoking again, smoking again. The hands of time, bright, no go to me, oh mine. Just a raging moon, bitter and consumed with the light of my bloodline. I still follow the hollow ray it casts in vain And before I die I'd like to try Something worth all the pain I'm smoking again I'm smoking again I'm smoking again I'm smoking again Well, every day I take a breath, there's another one for the books. And I reckon I don't want to be dead, but I'm feeling like I should. I'm smoking again. I'm smoking again. I'm smoking again. I'm smoking again. Marble man fancied your hat in dust But everything the TV says ain't always like it was And life's a way to paint pictures that you can't see But the mind's eyes ripe to desire everything you can't be Get you Smoking again, smoking again, smoking again, oh, smoking again. 
could definitely relate to that one. Yeah. Yep. I quit smoking about a year ago. Really? Not cigarettes. I, I haven't quit smoking anything yet. Yeah. <laughs> so, what else are we going to do? You up next week? Yeah, I'll play one. I don't know what I'm going to play. Let me, let me look at my accumulative list of songs. What's that song you played last night? Was it South Texas Blues? Oh, the Gulf Coast Outlaw Blues. Gulf Coast Outlaw <laughs> Blues. Yeah, I could play that one. I like that title. Is yeah. this another new one? Uh, yeah, this is that that one I put the Instagram video up of. Yeah, that was a great song. I grew up. There it is. Man, did I play it that early? No, I think I had it down here. I grew up. Or maybe it was right here. It's Let all part see. of the act, folks. <laughs> I grew up. No, I think I did have it that high. Hot damn. All right. <clears throat> Can you hear the guitar and the mic? Yeah, I got you. All right, yeah, so this is about uh, where I grew up and how I grew up, and then it's got kind of a fiction novel kind of ending to right. it. But, I mean, it's fiction as of now. You know, it could happen. You know. <laughs> Let's hope not. So, yeah, this is Gulf Coast Outlaw Blues. Now I've got warrants 
in seven counties yeah there's a bounty on my head the flyer they showed me the day they found me underneath that bounty it said alive or dead but I never gave a damn what the law had to say Cause they wasn't gonna catch me anyway When they try me They'll find me guilty They're gonna kill me I ain't scared So go and tell mama She need not worry The Lord is coming I said my prayers Guess I should have gave a damn What the law had to say Cause they finally caught up with me today but I never gave a damn what the law had to say And for that, oh, they say I'm gonna hang Yeah, there it is. I like that one, man. It's beautiful, Hoss. Hell yeah. So, I don't know how much I'm supposed to say about this, but I was talking to Michael Fenton, and they're having a meeting at Sagebrush, right? They're supposed to have a, a party there. Yeah. You yeah. and Ellis and Nick. That's the rumor. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if I should say much, but we're definitely looking forward to that because I know Michael's getting married. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm putting on the old suit and tie and doing the Reverend Tweak thing. Yeah. Uh, in November. You're officiating that thing. Yes, sir. That's what people people don't know about me, man. I got a bunch of tricks up my sleeve. I'm an ordained minister in the state of Texas. Man, that's cool. So is my brother. Yeah. yeah so my I, brother does a lot I'm of doing, weddings. I'm doing. I'm uh, doing two weddings this year, actually. Yeah. Yeah, one of them is gonna be real horny too. Oh yeah, we, dude, we got a <laughs> it's bunch. It's gonna of, be the horny tonk society. We got wedding. a whole. We got pretty much the whole horny tonk society gonna be at one of them. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fucking gang of fun. Badass. It's gonna be a gaggle fuck of fun. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome, Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. We're promoing your wedding, bro. A bunch of people are gonna show up. Man, Five dollars out the door. Check <laughs> my Instagram for the address and date. Shit, that's a hell of a deal. <laughs> So we got time. One more from you, Fitz? All right, I'll do one more. Um, I wrote this in uh, Austonio, Texas, which is right out on the outskirts of Huntsville. It's basically a gas station. Um, and just down the street is Crockett. And in Crockett, Texas, they have a park called Lightning Hopkins Park. Yep. Right in the middle of town, there's a bronze statue of Lightning sitting on a stool with his sunglasses and guitar looking really actually, cool. I didn't know you knew about that. East Texas. That's, that's, I, that's my I, I deer hunt out yeah, there. Yeah, that's my that's my that's my real that's my home. My spiritual home is out there. Uh, I was fortunate enough to get to open up for him at Lightning Hopkins Park, and the sound guy there had been. He was like from way back when he used to fix uh, jukebox machines back in the day, and he was telling me that the reason why that park was Lightning Hopkins Park is because he was known to go to that block back when it was 
his favorite whorehouse. Oh, and so yeah. when the building collapsed, they're like, well, Lightning loved this place, so we'll just name the park after him and put his statue there. So oh, Lightning's got a statue on the graveyard of his favorite whorehouse. This song isn't that about that, like but song. it's kind of just inspired by, <laughs> yeah, ain't, by the feel of that. Yeah. So this is for you, Lightning. Awful gorgeous, pretty mean, oh lord, candy kisses, what are you trying to do? I'm feeling good, move on slow, will I follow when the whistle blows? Candy kisses, what are you trying to do? Well, there's many good things in this mighty big world. Go on home, kiss the girls, oh Lord. Oh, they want. Don't drive good men insane Candy kisses What are you trying to do? Blood run down from my nose Will I follow in the Blows. Candy kisses, what are you trying to do? Well, there's many good things in this mighty big world. Go on home, kiss the Glad you played that one, man. 
When you played that one last night, that one really stood out to me. That's why I wanted to play it today. That. I had it on the list, so you knocked it out right yeah. there. Oh, it's a fun one for me. Yeah, man. Well, thank you. I'm glad y'all came in. Oh, thank yeah. you so much oh, for, man, having us. for having us. Dude, yeah, yeah. Check out Wild Fits. Check out Chase and Wayne and the Honky Tonk Machine. South Texas Tweak. Find them on Instagram. All those good places. Spotify. Uh, Apple yeah. Music. Go, go buy. Download those music. Um, t-shirts, merch. Yeah, I've got some brand new. Not yet. Not I've yet. got some brand new t-shirts got printed today. Oh, they'll be Need some money. Push. Right. Get a Kickstarter for them shirts. Yeah. Um, but the one thing I had to ask you before we get out of here, Tweet, last night you let Charlie J. Memphis come on stage. Sure did. And played a couple songs. That's right. He, so he's living in Arkansas now. He is. I, right? believe, I think Arkansas. So Charlie J. Memphis actually played bass for Vincent O. Emerson. Right. And he, he played good bass for us for a while. And uh, then he's doing his solo thing now, but he's actually picking the four string back up to go on a run with us in August. Oh, nice. Yeah, so. And I think and he, he'll be opening a couple of those shows too. Uh, that's I know cool. the Texas shows will be opening and, and a few other ones. Very cool. And I think he also played bass on David Miner's Silver Valley album. I believe so, is yeah. what I read. So he's actually playing Mags in Fort Worth tonight. So if you're up in the DFW area. Go check out Charlie J. Memphis. He's opening for Sam Morrow. And yeah, go buy him a beer. He just yeah, turned 21. He did. And Charlie, if you're listening, I'm coming for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, he was drinking tequila sunrises last night. He likes so, those cherries, man. Yeah, go buy him a tequila sunrise. <laughs> and then he's actually going to be playing in Denton at the Howling Mutt Brewing Company Saturday. And he said he's coming to Austin playing in Hotel San Jose November 3rd and 17th. That's so that's cool. All right, so we're going to go out with one from Charlie J. Memphis. This one's called Hanging Stars. Thank y'all for joining us. We'll catch y'all not next Friday because I'm going to be at the beach, but on the 29th, we'll be back in studio with Jason Harrell. Peace.
Texas River Tonk is proudly underwritten by Ghost Note Brewing. Ghost Note Brewing is located on Ranch Road 12, just three miles south of Dripping Springs. Open Thursdays through Sundays, they serve finely crafted beer along with local wine and cider. There's plenty of seating in the open air tap room that overlooks a tree covered lawn with live music Friday through Sunday. You can find the full music and food truck schedule online at ghostnotebrewing.com and be sure to follow Ghost Note Brewing on Instagram for news and updates. Listeners, you know here at Texas River Tonk, we're all about supporting homegrown artists and products. Tejas Hemp is located in Dripping Springs and was the first hemp brand in the state since Prohibition. Tejas Hemp supplies full-spectrum CBD and naturally occurring THC products, including their muscle release salve, hemp oils, gummies, flour, and pre-rolls. Check out TejasHemp.com to shop online and follow them on Instagram at Tejas Hemp. Tejas Hemp, putting the J back in Texas.